Do you want me to call you Amarizo or Genius? Genius is good. Amarizo is my surname, so Genius is fine. Okay, yes. let's stick to your geniusity. everyone and welcome to a new episode of the college experience today's episode will take us on a trip to a new dimension in the life of the students in sweden or those who are considering taking the step and studying in sweden his role is to bridge your international experience hello genius hello how are you doing i'm doing good and you i'm great i'm great So uh, I guess we can uh, start by asking you about your role. Well, um, by introduction, my name is Amaris Genius, and I'm a, an international ambassador with the University Sodaton University in Stockholm, Sweden. As an international ambassador, I'm mainly the student liaison person between the university, and it's two kinds of students. One are the prospective students. And secondly, uh, the current students. So uh, my role is to support the university, represent the university, support the students, both prospective and current students. Oh my God! You know your position seems so saucy. I even uh, have applied for the same masters you you did about uh, discourse of society at Sodertorn. My program is um, media communication and cultural analysis. As the master's yeah. program, and of course, in the program you have so many courses that cover such. Actually, I would love to study such a thing, and especially that you encourage me somehow. I'm looking for a, such a role that I can engage with not only internal students but with external, like international students. That is, I guess, it's amazing role. Yeah, it is. I mean, you get to meet a lot of people, a lot of students. You get to hear different perspectives. It's, it's quite amazing. What made you take this role in the first place? Okay, I mean there there are so many reasons, but um, I'll have to point out the most important to me. First uh, is that I have experience in such a role. Um, before coming to Sweden, I worked as a communications person back in my country, Nigeria. So when I moved to Sweden in 2020, I saw the university uh, put up an advert for the role. I read through the requirements and um, the description. It was a perfect fit for me. I decided to apply. And I've enjoyed it all the way. This is my second year in the same role. Since you've been here in Sweden and uh, you saw the whole thing, uh, do you think that uh, it was quite worthy that journey? Yes, yes, it's, it's been a rewarding journey in many ways. Like I said, in this role, you get to meet a lot of people. You get to interact with different perspectives, people you know from different cultures and. It's in this kind of field that you get to feel like a real student and also feel like mm. part of the administration at the same time. Yeah, let's hear the chase of that. Uh, was your position the result of your masters, or did you know what you needed to study in order to attain such a position from the beginning? I don't think the uh, position has anything to do with my master's program. I'm doing a master's program, yes, in media, communication, and cultural analysis. But the role has nothing to do with the program. But of course, my program is an advantage. Uh, if one thousand persons had applied, I think being a student of media communication and having experiences in, in media 
communication and also cultural analysis, I think it played a very important role in getting me that position. Exactly, exactly. That's why I'm I'm telling you that uh, I'm so in love with your masters because I'm also a student of media and communication, graduated student. So I guess like there is, it's one of the ways. How would you describe the role that Sodertorn University is playing on the international level, and how attractive is Sodertorn to international students? I think you have to look at this from different perspective. First, you said, um, what role is Sodaton playing in the international level? And secondly, how attractive is Sodaton to international students? Now, exactly. if you come to Sweden, you get to see that some universities have been there for 200 years, for such a long time. But Sodaton University is just barely two decades, just 25, 26 years old. One of the youngest universities in Sweden. And being exactly. a young and modern university, in quote, young and modern, it plays a whole lot of role when it comes to innovative thinking, when it comes to, you know, bringing knowledge, you know, embracing, you know, dynamics, allowing dynamics, you know, ever, you know, you know this is a current world of ever-changing technology. And you need institutions that have lots of flexibility, that can adapt, that can change, that allows innovation, that allows creativity to strive. And that's one important role Sodaton is playing at the international level. And now how attractive is it to international students? I think it is very attractive. Being young is an advantage for the university, although being old is also an advantage to so many institutions of the world. But being young is an advantage the university is actually taking, making use of. And another reason why I think it's attractive is that um, the university is located among university community. More like, um, if you, you, of course, you know, Sonaton is located in, in Campus Flemingsbury. And in Campus Flemingsbury, there are about four, five, six, or seven other institutions, higher institutions of learning. Some are special institutions. There is Red Cross. There are so many other, other ones. And, you know, that ecosystem, that knowledge village is an advantage by location. If you also look at it by the kind of programs that the university offers, it offers about 14 master's programs taught in English. And I'm a master's student, so I'll talk more about master's programs. And um, those programs cut across, you know, the major areas many people are interested in. Leadership, um, environment, communication, you know, this, this kind of um, uh, programs, that's what Sodaton offers. Well, that is good information, especially for those who are really looking to dig into Sodaton, because there is something that lots of people knows about uh, Stockholm University, and lots of people have no clue about Sodaton University, which is something mesmerizing to me. Like, how the hell you live in Stockholm and you have no idea about Sodaton University? University? It's weird. And uh, the thing is that in my perspective, in uh, the experience I've got from Sodaton University, I would say that the both are equal. Maybe the, uh, the financial resources are way better for Stockholm University, but it doesn't justify that to be standardized as coming first before Sodertorn. I guess they are equal to me. Well, I think so too. The only difference is um, how long each university has been existing. So the Stockholm University is longer, has been existing longer than Sodato University. Like I said, Sodato University is quite young compared to other universities in Sweden, in Stockholm. 
And of course, the budget is also different. For example, why? Sodaton University only offers about 14, 15 master's programs taught in English. Stockholm University offers more. So, I mean, that's probably why. But aside that, the, the two are equal. I mean, offering the same knowledge, sharing knowledge with each other. I mean, some of our professors have some things to do with the Stockholm University. And likewise, Stockholm University professors and students. But uh, do you think that there is, um, let's say, a debate at uh, Sudorton to expand their their fields of study, especially with the masters? Is there such debate? Anyone talking about that in the administration? Yes, yes. We have lots of meetings in the international office, where, which uh, my workforce under. And um, in our discussions, in our meetings, in our brainstorming sessions, we bring up these things. And of course, it's very important to expand. And the, the university is working towards that, actually working towards that. I mean, for example, I am a pioneer international ambassador. As of 2019, there was no international ambassador in the university. In 2020, I started as the first international ambassador the university I've ever had. And the reason is clear. The university wants to expand its international community. And that is why. And um, of course, as time goes by, the university will expand its budget, expand its scope of research, its scope of studies, and it keeps growing. I mean, it can, it can only go one way, and that way is forward. And since you started, it always starts with a genius solution, I guess. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can you tell me about the most common problems you face in your daily job as an ambassador? Yeah, I face lots of problems, but the most common, picking one most common, I think is with prospective students. And um, the most common is that prospective students ask me impossible questions or questions that I have no answer to. For, for example, um, we just finished an admission round and persons will be sending me messages um, through social media because my social media is open for everyone. And they'll be sending messages like, um, will I get admission? What, what, how do I get admission? If I do this, is my admission guaranteed? And I'm, I have to tell them that, I mean, I have no answer to that until the admission committee assesses your documents, gives several students a poor chance. They, they are the ones to determine who gets admission or who doesn't get admission. So I get such inquiry every day. I mean, some will send me their document they submitted for me to evaluate and tell them if they will get admission or not. <laughs> and I, I don't have, um, you know, the expertise or the knowledge or the, the authority to give such feedback. RCSN going to pay for me next month or not? Something like that maybe also. <laughs> you are getting somewhere and I guess you launched something, you started something and your your wagon isn't going to stop there. So what would you do if you had the, the ability to change something in the dynamics of your role? What would I do if I had the authority? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, I think there's one thing that actually limits us. In some way, it could be said to be good. In other way, it is making my job not as effective as it should be. And that is the GDPR, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. Now, the university has this mandate of protecting data of students. Utmost, it's, it's, a, it's an utmost importance to the university to protect data of students. And um, because of that, the university takes extra measure to protecting every data of each student. Even as an international ambassador, I don't have access to emails of students. I don't have access to phone numbers of students. I don't have access. I, I cannot reach out to students. What? 
<laughs> that, that is the that is the or if I can change that, I have to make the university to provide okay, international ambassador, these are all the emails of all our students, these are all the emails of everybody who applied for admission, these are all the details. I should have that. So if I want to change, that's what I have to change. So what we I do or what we do is that we create, and that makes my job a bit difficult. I have to create from scratch a communication channel for students. Oh my God. Oh my God. You may also need like, uh, you, you're not even allowed to, to copy paste. You have to write it uh, like by word. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> yes. Oh my yes. God. Uh, if, if, I, if I must reach out to all the students, I need to go through some approvals through the international office down to, you know, down to who, who are, which of our office that is in control of that. And that, okay. Thing, before you achieve that, the, the, your message have, Exhausted this meaning. <laughs> <laughs> so protecting the privacy in favor for encouraging impracticality, which also would encourage lack of having solutions or fixing solutions. Because ah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna bring myself lots of job, labor job. So ah, I will just uh, forget this this idea. <laughs> That's exactly the situation. How can the role of international ambassador be evolved to expand the benefits of having a great study experience for international students? I think um, there's a particular way we need to evolve at Sodaton, and that is we, and unfortunately, we need more English, more English. Sodaton University at the moment is more Swedish. I mean, you go into the campus, the posters you see on the wall are 99% in Swedish. So um, I've received complaints from international students not feeling that they don't really belong because they can't understand Swedish. So I think um, Evolving is expanding more English experience, creating so many contents in English, you know, establishing so many relations with the students in English. Even the university Instagram page that is open for the public is totally Swedish. And um, we do English once in a quarter. Exactly. Exactly. I guess this is one of the things that uh, Sodorton is still in the middle that they don't know. Should they, should they go totally English? Should they stick to Swedish? So right now they are in the middle. Even I remember even, the, you know, our major media and communication science, it was divided between Swedish and English. But at the same time, you were having the right to write your exams in English because it was so fuzzy for them. It's like, just do whatever you like. That's, that's an area we, we need to do more. I mean, uh, even though that we is it's important for every international visitor to Sweden or international student to learn the local language is very important. But at the same time, while they do the learning, they need to feel that they belong. Exactly. And uh, the thing is like, uh, you know, so social media, it's a global thing. You need to, to have it in English at least. Come on, Swedish. Okay, Swedish for the internal communication. But you're having uh, an international students that they just don't like to, to have it on uh, a lousy Google translator to know what are you talking about. Yeah, I mean, that, that needs to evolve. Any advice for international students looking to study in Sweden? Well, my first advice is make Sodato University your first choice. That's the first advice. <laughs> then, um, <laughs> okay. if, if the program you want to study is not available in university, then you cannot consider other universities in Sweden. 
So and um, <laughs> how do they man? <laughs> Another important advice is um you know most universities have international ambassadors and it's it and most international ambassadors are students. Like I'm a student and students understand how students think and how they feel. And I think it would be important if you're looking to study in Sweden to connect with international ambassadors. If you can't connect with international ambassadors, try and always communicate to the international office. They are ready and available to listen to every concern you have. Absolutely all the concerns you have. So my advice is, if you're looking to study in Sweden, come on, we're waiting for you. We're, we're here to welcome you. And feel free to always reach out for any question, any concern. You heard the man. Back your pack, man. Okay. <laughs> back so, your bag, yeah. <laughs> back your bag. I would love to ask you a couple of questions regarding, you know, your expertise in media and communication. And since you are already, let's say, uh, assistant researcher. I worked as a research assistant with Prof. Anne. Yeah, Not and anymore. Some that in that. And now you are settled with the international ambassador. You aren't about the, the life of uh, a freelancer anymore. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wild life, you know, so keen to bring the meat on the table today. As a media and communication researcher, let's say, previous one, how can your role as an international ambassador help you to understand the global changes that occur in education on the international landscape? Well, I, I, I must tell you that the rule has expanded my scope of thinking when it comes to this, your question, the global changes that occur in education on an international mm-hmm. scale. I mean, lots of changes are occurring. I mean, you talk about things like the ranking system, which universities are ranked better than the other, why is this universities ranked better, and what, what impact does it have, what perspective does it give to students, uh, researchers, or to professors? You talk about how students embrace or make a choice in choosing a university. What are the factors that students consider when choosing a university? So there's so many much um, knowledge this role has helped me to understand. I mean, as an international ambassador, I communicate with three sets of persons. One, I communicate with the university, the university administration, the persons who manage um, the affairs, the day-to-day affairs of students. I communicate with our current students, and then I communicate with our prospective students. So having, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the one person who has perspective to these three you know, categories of um, persons that relate with the university. And this, the combination of the three gives a, a very broad international scope of um, how people do what they do and why they do what they do and the changes that are necessary. And that is why I also mentioned, like you agreed, I mean, we need to be more English. I also mentioned that being a young university, a modern university is an advantage rather than a disadvantage. I mean, even though you see that other universities in Sweden are 100 years old, 200 years old or thereabouts, and being 26 year old university is still an advantage because you have an opportunity to grow faster. You have an opportunity to expand faster. You also have a, a, the flexibility to attract and embrace new ideas, innovations, and new ways of doing things. So, I mean, yeah. my plays a very great, both my studies as a media communication researcher, as a student of media communication and cultural analysis, and as an international ambassador, I mean, I, I think I have a wonderful perspective towards um, the changes that happen every day. 
Exactly. And uh, you said something so important. Being you working right now in, uh, let's say, an underdog university, not in uh, like an enterprise type of university, old one, that anything to change in it takes so much long time and lots of decisions, you know, like uh, from the start of like uh, a startup company. Uh, yeah. I guess like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess what it needs now, Sudertone, for them to have ballsy decisions. And that's it. Yes, I agree with you. Can we say that your role somehow is also like a geeky educational marketing? Yes, I mean, I, I right now I've told everybody who wants to I, I, I study in Sweden to first choose Stoddart University. So I'm doing education marketing at an international level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a new, totally new perspective, totally, yes. because yes. you are you are marketing for something that you really have to put lots of effort in and to read it from all dimensions. You just can't bluff in it. You really need to know your things in it. That's true. That's right. Yeah. So I have the last question. What are the problems hindering the course of communication between international and national students? Um, I think there are two things that could be a problem in communication between international and national students. One is language, and secondly is cultural differences. And talking about language, I mean, Swedish is the national language in Sweden. Everyone actually, or most persons, or over 80% of people in Sweden speak English. So if you speak only English, you will feel at home in Sweden. You won't have issues with that. But when it comes to Official documents, most official documents are in Swedish. Um, most, um, you know, internal memos and stuff like that, they are all in Swedish. So learning the language is the first thing any person who comes to Sweden should do, even though you could communicate in English, but it's, it's wise, smart to learn the local language, which is Swedish, uh, to avoid any possible, at any time, any possible hindrance in the course of communication. And the other part is um, cultural differences. I mean, I know this is not new. We know that there's, there's this joke. When I came to Sweden, it was during the pandemic. And then mm -hmm. someone shared a joke with me. He said that in Sweden, before the pandemic, there, were, there was natural social distancing. People don't need to social distance anymore because they naturally social distance. Yeah, that's why uh, COVID didn't survive here, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, the national students might not be the first persons to say the first hello or the first hey or the first hi. You might need to be the first person to say that. Why? Because um, I've come to understand that people in Sweden, national students or local students, um, they tend to respect uh, people's privacy. They don't want to interrupt you at any time. Not in the bus, not in the school, not when you're enjoying your son or, or something or having eating your burger. Nobody wants to interrupt or disrupt your time. So national students might not talk to international students. I mean, generally, I mean, people here might not just raise up a conversation with a stranger. So the international student might be the first person to say the hi, the first hi, the first hello, the first, hey, how are you? And um, other reasons, I think national students are shy. Think they are shy. Swedish people or people in Sweden generally are shy. So it, it falls on the international students to break that barrier of talking to strangers. Yeah. So apart from this, I think there's no other problem in communication. I mean, every, yeah. everybody understands English 
And the uh, Swedish people or national students or local people are super friendly. If you can ask for help, you'll get the help you need. I mean, I have a story. I mean, let me, let me just tell you quickly. Uh, in 2020, it was my first time of being in Sweden. Very first time. I didn't know nobody. It was, I didn't have a friend or family in Stockholm. I just entered the city using the map. Then I was meant to pick my key from the university because I got my accommodation from the university. I was meant to pick my key. But I arrived late. I arrived at 4 p.m. And um, also the office that gives the key closes at 4 p.m. Now, I was kind of stranded. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have a phone to call. I then, I, I just met a stranger. I said, hello, how are you? My name is Genius. And this was, this is my situation. This stranger helped me, took my bags to a place, you know, to secure my bags. I had so many boxes with me. He took me in his car to the, because he's a student. So when we introduced ourselves, he took me in his car to the right office for the key. He waited with me. We met calls. They had to call the person in charge of the key. And the person came back in 30 minutes. And the person Damn. was so nice to come back. Yeah. I gave him my key. This student I met was a total stranger. For the first time, I had my boxes. He helped me with my boxes. I mean, it was, it was just a very nice. And the only reason is that I said the first hello. Or if I had waited for him to say hello to me, <laughs> he would never oh do that. Oh my God. No, Nana here, Nana. That is the thing that international students need to understand something that masters one year, half year, it wouldn't be enough. You need doctrine so you can have friends in Sweden. Prepare yes. for that. Yes. You need time to build friends. You need time. Yeah. yeah. Time is the only thing. You know, it's either. You die or you, be, you grow some network here in Sweden. Just <laughs> roll the dice with that. <laughs> I would love to hear a final word from you, genius. Well, the final word is um, Sweden has been a blessing to me. I mean, I mm -hmm. came to Sweden two years ago, not knowing nobody. And um, my university believed in my capability by appointing me an international ambassador. My professor believed in my capability by appointing me a graduate as a research assistant which I did for some time. And um, the communities, I've been able to build a, a network of friends. I've been able to build my own community. And um, I've enjoyed the best of Sweden so far. So my final word is, if you want to come to Sweden, just go pack. Just go pack. We're waiting for you. Just go and pack. It's the right choice, I think. Well, I will tell them, if you have some wishes, don't be uh, looking for genie. You have genius. Give him a call. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Genius, for this wonderful interview. And um, I would love to, to interview again when you are on the top of your hierarchy and the positions that you're going to gain later. And um, thanks for everyone listening to this episode. And I wish you all some good time and see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.